let your word have way hold way hold sway even in the hearts of your people this day in jesus name we pray amen kindly be seated i've been asked to talk about the fisherman and as i was looking at it even this morning when i woke up very early and i decided to leave my room and go and pray a little bit concerning this meeting as i lay down there and i was praying fresh things that were not even contained in what i wrote just started coming and so i'll be a, a little twist to what i have this morning amen how many of us are from the river Rhine area here i know talk the people we know they reach out so no be lagos river Rhine people though we they talk the ones we you they reach out you know some of us don't go home <laughs> all right how many of us have ever tried fishing before you you i'm sure if i give you a microphone the little time i have to share with you will not be enough to begin to explain what a fisherman goes through maybe we'll look at that word of fisherman who is a fisherman i'm sure somebody will say simply the man that catches what fish why does he have to catch fish why didn't he catch snail why didn't he catch butterfly have you ever thought about it those that go to fish for fun at least some of us if you have not gone we have watched movies am i right and you see them especially those white men i'm sure some of us here from this part of you are like what is these people doing he just waste time go and sit down in one place and for them it's like it's like a festival those that love fishing they go out for it it's not as if they are not even really catching it because they just want to eat that's their it's a sport i hope you know that they do it for a living here but some people some people do it for what sports but do you know for both those that do it for a living and those that do it for a sp for sports there is certain principles procedures that they all go through are we are we connecting this morning what are those things i will look at it and i will read a scripture and they will bring the spiritual angle to it and what i said here is that there are symbols that goes with fishing number one skill sir you say you fish before right it goes with skill right no be ordinary Nobody just throw the thing, you go catch. It goes with skill. All the things I'm saying, I'm listing out. By the time we go a little bit deeper into the scripture, you begin to find bearing or correlation with it. Number two, training. Training. That's why I first asked those that have lived in, that come from the River Rhine areas. I served in one of those places, Join Kramer to be precise. Join Kramer is in Bayelsa, present day Bayelsa State. I stayed there for about six months. You know, you eat fresh fish, you see it fresh, not the one that is dead that we eat here. If we look at those people, you will see they are meticulous about the way they do things. Training. They train their children, they tell them things. Number three, understanding of timing. They don't just grow, just run to the river every time just to fish. No. Am I right, sir? I'll still be communicating with my friends that say they fish before. There are certain periods of the day you go for fishing. Am I right? There are certain periods you go, nothing happens. You're wasting your time. So if you're a novice, you catch nothing. So it comes with training. It comes with skill. It comes with what? Understanding of timing. 
good understanding of timing. If you don't have timing, good understanding of timing, you can't be a fisherman. Number four, focus. When I talk about focus, I'm talking about somebody that painstakingly sits. They wait. They wait for some things. They wait for some movements in the waters. Am I right? They wait for some. They, they, do you know they understand sound? If you talk to real fishermen, people that come from there, sound, movement, focus, it takes a lot of things. You're deliberate. You don't do it by chance. You don't do it anyhow. Because there's a time factor involved. So they watch out for movement. Even when you see two friends that just went for a fishing spot, they gist, but they have time that they keep quiet. They watch the movement even while they are gisting. The Bible says, watch and what? Watch and, watch and, mm -hmm. faith without works is, I'm sure some of you that are very alert in the spirit, <laughs> you're connecting the dots already. Focus. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 18. Is this chapter 3, verse 18? Sorry, 318. It says, What? We beholding as in a glass. Another translation says, We beholding as in a mirror. Are transformed, are changed into his very image from glory to glory. What does it mean? You and I, before we came here today, both the ladies and the men here, the gentlemen here, you stood before a mirror or you had a mirror or you had something that will give you a reflection of you. Am I right? You made some adjustments to your life before you came here. That's what that scripture is saying. But there is a strong part of that scripture that we ignore. Beholding. The word beholding means to steadfastly look at something. What does that mean? Every distraction around you means nothing. We know that song, beholding nothing, beholding nothing. We love it. You know the problem we have sometimes in church? We love those songs. The melody is nice. The lyrics is nice. But ask the Holy Spirit to continue to open the deep meaning of those words. The, the lines in those, I say lines. That's what actors use. In those, in those songs, then you begin to come home. Say beholding nothing. To behold means you're looking at something steadfastly your focus look at what the scripture says say his face was set like the word flint unbroken focus that's one thing that a fisherman has there will be distractions there will be boats passing sometimes there will be farmers passing sometimes but your focus is on the water the movement in the water the sound have you ever followed a hunter before? They say they heard something, right? You know, go here, Ram. Sorry, am I permitted to speak some pigeon here sometimes? I want to be at home. <laughs> you know, go here. You go, how you take care? Say, my brother. <laughs> you go train your ears. Say, how do you train your ears? Say, just they watch. Praise God. All right. The next thing there, I say, patience. Without patience, it's difficult to be focused. Patience. Have you seen some of them? They will wait. They will wait. What did the Bible say? We are going to read it about Peter and the rest of them. He said they toyed all. 
It takes patience to toil all night now when others are snoozing and sleeping away. Why? Because they, they've seen the seasons before. They've seen the tides before. They knew that somehow something will catch. It takes patience. It's not for Ozubo Ozubo miracle kind of people. It's not for Lesekese kind of people. The God of the now now. They had sharp sharp. Oh, bless you! I don't want to turn that joint before. It's for Portacot. Praise God. Six proper location and positioning. You know, some years ago, I listened to a tape, a message by Pastor Tunde Bakari of former Lateran Assembly. I think it's Citadel or something now. And that thing never. When I was preparing, when I was praying this one, and God was dropping all these things. In my head <laughs> when I got to this point it just came to me and the title of that message says locate relocate or suffocate so for my the drama group that I used to minister with or that I minister with that I belong to there are some a play that we have done before and we had to use that line locate relocate or suffocate and that's what happens to even fishermen. Sometimes they have to, first and foremost, they must locate. They must find the right location. Then they must take the right position. I will tie it up. Sometimes they might have to relocate. In the case of Peter and his crew, what did Jesus tell them to do? Relocate. When he said, cast your net on there, they began to question the logic of it. Because years of training, skills gathered over the years shows that the place we have been throwing the nets, let's assume it's to the right, is the correct way. Where who this man is that not the son of that carpenter? I was watching a comedy series online recently. I just stumbled into it. One Indian set of people. I'm full of stories sometimes, so permit me. And the guy said. <laughs> Every, everybody in the Bible, Indian. And the son was arguing with this. You know, daddy, what did he say? Indian. He said, what did he say? Indian. He said, don't let me, don't let me go into I'm already laughing. And he began to pick portions of his scripture. He said, it's only Indians that do this. It's only Indians that do this. He said, the only, he said, Jesus is Indian. So he said, hey, he said, yes. He said, he worked with his father. Same company. Where did he get it from? We said he was the son of the committer that he used to help his father in the shop. So he said, if he was working in the same business, all Indians work in the same business. Therefore, Jesus is, Jesus is an Indian. They would have looked at it. This man is just a son of carpenter. Why would he come and tell me how many years in the legal profession how many, you know, you go drool out your CVs now. But Jesus said, it's time to relocate and take another position. Praise God. Then I wrote bait. Fish is not even go without bait. Am I right? There's always a bait. Whether you're putting it on the hook or on the net, bait. Am I right? The two fishermen who will get for us here. Okay. <laughs> Am I right? Bait. That bait is crucial when we look into the world, when we get there. Bait, very important. Without the bait, you catch nothing. 
you can't fool them. They are wiser than you and I. Praise God. Appropriate tools. Maybe we would have subsumed debates under the appropriate tools. The appropriate tools of a fisherman. Am I right? The boat is there. Several things. Appropriate tools. Preparation. It takes some preparation. Do you just wake up and go to the farm? Uh, so to the river. I've seen some of these fishermen, especially the ones that use the nets. They are meticulous. They pick them, they pick them, they pick things. Sometimes I ask them, what are they doing? They take time and they separate them, spread them out. Even a little boy of five years is already helping out his father in the river area. Preparation. Are we preparing for things these days? Preparation. Preparation. Because of time, let me call out some of them. As we go on, I can bring them up. Now, let me move faster. Now, if we have looked at these symbols, there's something again that came to my spirit when I realized that there are two major ways that they fix. Maybe there are more ways now. You can enlighten me. But two that came to my mind this morning is what? True what? The hooks and the what? Have you noticed that they don't give you the same they don't give you the same outcome. Am I right? People using the hooks and the lines to fish, do they get the same outcome as those that use the nets, that spread the nets? No. If you want to go large, what happens? You go for the nets. If you want to go, you go for what? The hook. We'll get there. Okay, let me fast track with it so that in case I forget this speaks about mass evangelism when, it's, when it has to do with mass evangelism you go with the words but the other evangelism that will do one on one that's the hook that's the line that you're using now I've already given out the word evangelism because somebody will be wondering fishers of men what does it mean I looked at it critically and I realized that it can only mean two things where did they use it in the Bible. <laughs> Which scripture? God bless you. Luke chapter 5 verse 9 to 11. This is what he says. He says, For he and his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were his partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Do not be afraid, Jesus said to Simon. From now on, you will catch men. Some translations say from now on, you, you, you become what? You become what? Fishers of men. He said you were catching fish. But there is a different kind of fish you will begin to catch from now on. That's what your purpose is. God, Jesus was directing everybody's focus, attention. I began to read many, you know, if you read the Gospels, when Jesus began to gather his disciples, I noticed that there was one word that was traveling all through. He will come to them and say, follow me. Go and read it after here. Time will not permit us. Follow me. Everyone will say what? Follow me. Everybody will say what? Follow me. I will make you. I will make you. I will make you. God is speaking to someone here this morning. It's not enough for you to attend League of Champions. It's not long enough for you to be part of, you know, the numbers here. Jesus has called us to fish. Jesus has called every one of us to fish. Whether you're singing, whether you're dancing, whether you're acting, whether you're very more, much more efficient in administration, Jesus has called us towards fish. And the tools are there. 
I'll get to it. The tools are there. It's just that unfortunately, most of us are not using the tools. Once you're born again, once you have yielded to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the Great Commission, that's why they call it the Great Commission. Why do they use the word, where do, you, where do they use the word commission more than any other place? Can anybody tell me? Sorry, my, I'm supposed to be preaching, but I forgot to tell you that it's not like that preaching for me, for this topic. It's more like we'll engage, we'll discuss, we'll learn, we'll teach each other. Is that okay? Where do you think they use the word commission more than any other place? Can anybody tell me? In the military. In the military. They will say they commission an officer. It's a strong word. And if you look at the scripture, the scripture says that you and I, we are what? Soldiers. God qualified us as what? Soldiers in his what? Army. So if you say you're a soldier in God's army, you're simply saying, I have been what? Commissioned to serve. And he said for every, that word that we'll read the scripture, he says that it is the great commission. If your Bible, if you're still using the paper Bible, you will see it subheading, the great commission. It wasn't just a commission. Why did they call it the great? Because I believe that there is no other commission that is higher than that commission. You can be commissioned into the Nigerian army, Nigerian navy, Nigerian air force, Nigerian police. But if you're commissioned into the armies of God, it's greater than any other commission. Praise God. Now, going further down, look at that scripture. It says in verse 10, And Jesus said to Simon, From now on you will catch men. Verse 11, And when they had brought their boats ashore, they left everything and followed him. The word follow, very strong. Mark 1, 17 and 18. This He says, And Jesus said unto them, Come ye. Another translation says, Follow me after me follow after me and i will make you to become fishers of men how do you follow another word for that uh, for that phrase follow is what disciple who is a disciple simply put a disciple is a disciplined follower discipline now <laughs> discipline it means that not just a follower the mistake we make we say i'm a follower no discipline follower there is a difference i can be following somebody anyhow i want i choose to do some things he or she does and discard some but if you're a disciplined follower how many of us used to watch those chinese films can you see those followers when they train them when their master shushi lays down the principle and the ground rules they don't break it even at death am i right disciplined follower and one of the things that god began to explain to me when you're talking about a disciplined follower he said make a little example these tiles here in squares in boxes a disciplined follower a follower does a follower stay in front or behind where behind right but these days some of us will they follow from front to now the, now the problem will God get with some of us. Now for front, now we default. Say that God, now here, now this side. God, now this side now, here. That was what Peter and Co were trying to do. When Jesus told them to do what? Just follow me and cast the net here. 
they told him all the stories how they have toyed all through the night how they are experienced how they know how the tides work by this time of the day how they've measured everything done the net spread it the way it has to be position the boat properly focused less distraction jesus said cast your net on the other side and then when they did what happened when they decided to follow instead of leading most of us are leading instead of following if you want to be a fisherman you follow you don't lead why a follower a disciple is a disciplined follower how does a disciplined follower work these are boxes here if somebody is following me it's not enough for the person that is in this bus c when i st step into bus a i expect the person to step into bus what b right am i right are you following me all right the person must also and that's what god put in my head if my left foot was here like this when i move the person must make sure that his or her left foot is exact takes exactly that position that's a disciple i don't know if i'm communicating today that's a disciple Maybe because god speaks to me a lot with images pictures so it's easy for me to do that because of time i can't do a lot of <laughs> translations for you but god will help us in jesus name a disciplined follower doesn't just say eh, he left Bosby, i entered Bosby now Wait till they talk. No. A disciplined follower, you're also watching every step, every movement that he makes. Can you collect the movement to the things I read earlier to you? Movements, focus, helps you to do what? Keep track. Like that scripture says, beholding as in a glass. We are changed into the very same image. Which image? Have you ever asked yourself when you read that scripture? Which image? There's an image you see in a mirror. When you look at the mirror, what do you see? You see an image of who? You, right? But you make adjustment because there's an image in your mind that you want to look like. Hey, ladies, can you connect with me? Oh no, the hair is not properly positioned. You put it. Then all of a sudden, you begin to look like that person that you want to look like. But in the case of the scripture, the scripture is saying that there's an image in the mirror. It said that Jesus, the word of God represents the mirror. Not your physical mirror right now. His word represents the mirror, not the physical mirror you and I have. So you're not going to see the image in your head. You're going to see the image that the word of God is saying that this is how you must look from today. You're a disciple. You're a fisher of men. So you begin to see a fisherman. You don't see a John. You don't see a Tosin. You don't see a Jide. You don't see an Nkem. You don't see an Ehai there. You see a fisherman casting the mold that God wants you and I to be and then you begin to make adjustments the same way you make adjustments to your makeup to look better your tie to look sharper do you understand what I'm saying you make adjustments to your character you make adjustments to your spirit man and then you become and then the Holy Spirit takes over. That's why I say you change from glory to glory. That's why most of us say, I am a work in progress. So we are not, nobody is perfect. I agree. But sometimes we hide under it to do things that we shouldn't do. That's why the scripture says that when you're supposed to be chewing bone, you're still drinking milk. It go purge you now. How many of us can take the baby formulas here? Let's be sincere. You need to bring, bring the scriptures home. Baby formulas does not work with your what? System. 
It doesn't. You can't give the baby a banal. Can his or her system digest it? So speak to yourself today as I speak to myself. Praise God. He said you're changed from glory to glory. But because some of us say nobody is perfect, we just look at the mirror and run away. We saw the image. We say, I don't see him. I don't, ah, I don't, ah, I could get down. Then they give you the exam. You don't fail. You begin to cry. I lied again. I lied. Why would this lie be holding me like this? He go hold you. Because the scripture didn't say, look at the mirror and dash out. He say, behold. Steadfastly look at. It's in your steadfastness in beholding. That's when the transformation, the change from one level of glory to the other comes. Praise God. Now, let me begin to wind up because the time is gone. Let me look at what are the things you and I need to do. If you're a fisherman in the sense that this, that we are discussing this morning, the scriptures that were read this morning, it simply means that you're what? A witness. Can we swap the name to witness now? Is that okay? So who is a witness? Who is a witness? The scripture makes us understand about somebody that we can call a witness. Who is a witness? Sorry, I'm trying to scroll down. This thing is trying to be <laughs> my iPad packed up, so I had to do this emergency this morning. Who is a witness? This is what I said here. A fisherman or a witness. Wikipedia, which is what most of us go to. So we could go there. This is what he, re he recorded. He said, someone who has first-hand knowledge about an event. One that testifies of what he or she has experienced first-hand. No be second-hand information. No be the thing which tell I tell you. Great knowledge of every good thing which is, in our, in, in, which is ours in Christ. King James Version. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. In other words, you're supposed to be an evangelist. You're supposed to be a witness. What are you witnessing? The goodness of God, the gospel of Christ. What is the gospel of Christ? His love. Praise God. Acts 1.8 It says, but you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. To tell people about me, both in heaven, in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. That is our greatest commission. Praise God. That is the great commission. So in other words, I put a definition of that word, evangelize, witness. And I said, it is the fulfillment of the great commission as stated in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, or Mark 16, 15 to 20. Through the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ and witnessing to the unsaved in order to win disciples for him and the church. Evangelism encompasses three key words, three key things that we find in that scripture. We'll read it now and I'll round up. The message, the method, and the goal. The message, the method, and the goal. There is a goal. Every fisherman that goes to fish, what is the goal? What is the goal? If you put the nets and it brings out an old shoe, do you take it home to your wife or your husband or your children? Do you take it to the market to sell? Your goal is what? It has what? A method. It has a message. The message is the bait that you keep sending. That message. It is a message. 
Say, Mo na come, all the fish will they this what that food day. Mona come, mona come. I mean, you've not tasted this before. Just come. There is a message. The message for you and I is the good news. Simple good news. Somebody will say, I don't have the boldness. I can't preach. I will round up with the things you need to do. That is at your disposal and my disposal. But let's read this scripture. I will skip so many things. My time is almost up. I will skip so many things. What does it say? The message is the good news that Jesus Christ died for our sins and was raised from the dead according to the scriptures. And that as the reigning Lord, he now offers the forgiveness of sins and the liberating gift of the spirit to all who repent and believe. Simple. No speak too much grammar. You don't need them. You don't need too much grammar. No embellish them. Leave the Holy Spirit to do his work. Sometimes it's just a testimony of your life, what you were and what you are now. Simple. But as you grow, God will give you stronger messages with the Bible, with the scriptures, supporting it and backing you. But the Holy Spirit will back you. Praise God. The methods, what are the methods you use? They are varied. That's what I said. They include personal and mass evangelism. Remember when I told you about what? The net and the what? Hook. Personal evangelism, one-on-one. -on -one. I came to, for prayer meeting here yesterday. I had to drop my son with a friend that stays in Maryland. And the wife always goes out to evangelism every Saturday. They have two young boys, but my son is younger. And I said, that's a good experience. Follow them. And he went. And he followed them to go and preach. And he came back. When we came to pick him, he refused to follow us to go home. I said, see yourself. Praise God. The goal is to bring people into a new relationship with God. Not to bring people to church. I'm sorry to say, if I burn your cable. No verse. No, not true. See, they go come church. When they come to God, they go come church. Maybe the problem we have is that we, they, we want to not church with a talk. I'm talking to myself as I'm talking to you. <laughs> Thank God, your, your lovely pastors here, they know me and they understand me. The goal is to what? Win them to Christ. Forget church, then go come church. Because you'll be church already now. You'll be church, I'll be church. Praise God. They will come. They will come because the Bible talks about balm in Gilead. Healing. In, this is it. The worship this morning, it was healing. You don't understand. It is healing. Some of you don't even need this message except to encourage you to do what? Go and share the word. Some burdens are lifted already. Just the worship session. Just the worship. Praise God. Let me skip. Let me go down, down, down. A lot of things. There are a lot of things. I'll read this Mark 16, then I'll tell you things we need to do, and then we'll pray. Mark 16, 15 to 20. That is the great commission. What did he say? He said, he said to them, go into all the world. That word, go, very strong. Go, go is a command. Go is not a passive word. Go is a command. If you're here, you're a child of God. Hear the word, go. Go. Don't say, he said, if you feel like this morning. If I'm feeling sick, if I don't feel like talking this morning, no, go. You don't even need to go and speak to somebody physically. You have your phone. What are you doing on social media? Go is a command. That's why you're a commissioned officer. Go. Did you hear what the centurion said to Jesus? He said, I'm a man under authority. I said to one, go, he goes. I said to one, come, he comes. What he's simply saying, none questions my authority. Why are we questioning the authority of the Almighty God? By telling him about our weaknesses, the things we don't have, the things we need before we can begin to do the things that he asks us to do. Why? 
Why? Look at what he says to them. He said, go ye into all the world. That's what King James says. He said, preach the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, oh, now that one we like. Now we like signs and wonder. He said, these signs will accompany those who believe. These signs will follow. That word comes again. As you follow him, signs go follow you. Nobody say you go, they follow sign. Will they follow sign now? All of us at one stage or the other, will they pursue signs and wonder? Then I, I, I claim you. They think they're wrong. Because the principle you are applying is not the principles of heaven. The principles of heaven says the thing is supposed to be chasing you. But will they chase her? More will they chase now? We're going to chase Jesus. Go come here. He will keep you alive or he'll keep you strong. <laughs> and he said, These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. You know, you know we like raw power. <laughs> They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes and their hand, with their hands. And if they drink and any deadly poison, it will not harm them. They will lay their hands on the sick. They will be made what? Well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. They went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord walked through them. The Lord will walk through you in Jesus' name. After today, the Lord will walk through you in the mighty name of Jesus. After today, the Lord will walk through you. His fire will burn on the tablets of your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. That's why we sang that song. I didn't sing that song because I want to tickle your fancy. I sang that song because I was prophesying to you and prophesying to myself. That the altar of our hearts will be hot. That the altar of our hearts will not be cold. That we will stand in the position that God wants us to stand. And that we will thrive in the mighty name of Jesus. That no more shall we be cowards in the mighty name of Jesus. We will stand as commissioned armies of God. He said, and they went out and preached everywhere and the Lord walked through them, confirming his word by signs. Another translation says signs and wonders. The Lord will confirm his word in your life by signs and wonders. It's not only for the ministers, it's for every one of us that identify with Christ. Can we stand? I skipped so many things here. But I believe that the Lord has spoken to us. Why should we fish? One is a command known as the Great Commission. Number two, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verse 30, it says, The fruit of the consistently righteous is a tree of life. And he who is wise captures and wins souls. So if you want to be wise, start with winning souls. Praise God. Start with being a fisherman, start with being a witness. Number two, being a true disciple of Jesus by following in the footsteps of Jesus. I've discussed it. The blood of sinners, Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17 to 20 says that if you and I don't do the work, if you and I don't follow the command God gave, I wish, I like reading this scripture. Whenever I read it, people's heart go just sink like this. It says that if he told you to warn somebody, you don't warn him. He said if that person dies in his sin, he said his blood will be required from my hand and your hand. I know talk and be the Bible. He said, but if you want the person and the person does not repent, he said, you're free of his blood. Praise God. I don't know how many of us that want your hand stained with blood. See, stained with blood where you stand before God. Do you know what it means? That's the worst thing that can happen to you and I. And number five, five unfulfilled prophecies about the return of Jesus Christ. He says in Matthew 24, 14, he said, until this scripture 
this Bible, this gospel is preached to all the nations of the world. He said the end will come. So every one of us that are tired of all the nonsense going on in the world, and we are saying, Jesus, come and let's go. Now you and I, they delay Jesus. So we'll never do the thing where he asks us to do. And lastly, he says the suffering of Christ will not be in vain. He says every time you and I refuse to be a fisherman, refuse to be a witness, refuse to evangelize, we are saying that the death of Christ is what? In vain. How can you do some of those things? You already know now. Use the skills and the talents God gave you. Use everything God gave you. I asked. Thank God she mentioned it. But I could have been a star today in quotes. But I know there are some boundaries that I can't cross. But I use what I have to push the kingdom of darkness back. Are you using what God gave you? Eh? You are a nice IT person. What, how are you using it to develop the kingdom of God? You don't need to go and carry Bible and go to show the preach. There are many things you can do online. There are softwares you can bring out that can do what? Evangelize. You're a singer. Is it just to sing and people dance? Have you worshipped and people are wailing? Do you see what the scripture says? People were crying and asking for where their God is. Are you a writer? What have you written that has impacted the kingdom of hell for God? How many times have you ever on your own entered a bus and preached? I used to do it. Mojueleba, take a bus from Mojueleba. Pay. Some people even pay for all the passengers so that they won't distract you and conduct them. And you preach from there. You get to catch a bus stop. It's come there. Enter another one and go back. And you just say, every week I will do it once. Every month I will do it once. There are many things we can do. When they call you here and say, let's go out and do something to witness Christ. Whatever format, system they want to use. Whether it's an outreach, whether it's a moving, movie evening, movie night. How many of you really get involved? Let's bow our heads and begin to ask God for mercy this morning. Father, show us mercy. In every way that we have come short, oh Lord. In every way we have come short. Lord, we are asking for compassion. Those are the hallmarks of a soul winner, of a fisherman. Compassion. Compassion for lost souls. Compassion. Lord, passion is another thing. Do you have passion for the things of God? We ask for passion. Passion for your word. Passion. Hunger. 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 Hunger for your commands in the mighty name of Jesus. Do you have the word of God? It's essential for you if you want to be a fisherman. That's one of the tools that you need. Lord, help us. The word. The word. Seed in the mighty name of Jesus. The seed of your word. We receive it. Father, as people begin to read the word this day because they want to win souls for you. Open this scriptures in a new way to them. Reveal things that you have never revealed to them through the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Father, we are asking for the backing of the Holy Spirit. Without the backing of the Holy Spirit, you won't be a good fisherman. You will not catch. You will not make a big catcher. Lord, we ask for the Holy Spirit. We ask for the fire of the Holy Spirit. Let it descend upon us, O oh Lord. Back us up, O oh Lord. Wherever we go, back us by your Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't leave us, O oh Lord. Don't leave us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, walk. Walk work on our lifestyles and attitude every character that does not represent you father kill it in our lives in the name of jesus above all let us not lose our rewards haven't done the work oh lord let us not lose our rewards this i pray in the mighty name of jesus thank you king of glory for in jesus we pray stretch forth our hands and pray for our pastor that every virtue that has come out of him God will replenish there will never be a time where it is said of him
that he was once a soldier for Christ. That God will continually use him greatly. God will replenish his oil, fresh anointing upon him. That God will set his heart on fire continually for him. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Let's jam our hands together for the Lord Jesus once again.